Good morning. This is Christine DiGiacomo, and today's morning briefing is called Christian. What does that mean? Part 2. For the grace of God has been revealed, bringing salvation to all people. Titus 2, verse 11. Had not seen her for a little while, but she gets these morning briefings. She has been a Christian for quite a long time, and yet, when she got Christian, what does that mean? Part 1. She hit reply and said, Thanks, this is just what I needed. I called her, and she elaborated. I need to remember the truth, even seeing again the definition of sin. The truth, so I am not influenced by other thinking, like the New Age stuff. Like myself, she lives in Southern California, although her home is in Laguna Beach, where it is so easy to be lulled into extraneous points of view and ways of thinking, from being heavily influenced by materialism or worn down by the constant media barrage against Christian truths, to being made to feel ignorant because you actually believe the Bible, to being sucked into thinking because some college professor says it is so, that science refutes scripture when in fact science supports the truths of God's word, from intelligent design to human biology. But you first need to know what God says in his word. And yes, to defend it, you will have to study, but all the research, all the work is readily available. The first five essentials of the Christian faith we looked at yesterday. One, God is eternal. No beginning, no end. Two, God is triune, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Three, God is the creator. Four, sin separated us from God. And five, grace God's redemption plan. Number six, God's instrument of grace was Jesus Christ, God incarnate, or God in the flesh. Jesus was born of a virgin, foretold by the prophet Isaiah, chapter 7, verse 14. Jesus was fully human, fully divine. The birth of Jesus was announced to Joseph by the angel, Matthew 1, 21, and Matthew 3, verse 17. Eternal life was made possible for us because of Jesus' death on the cross. Philippians 2, verse 8. Number 7. Jesus Christ did what he said he would do. He rose from the grave. All of Christianity hangs on the resurrection, my friend. Check the historians of the day, not just the writers of Scripture. The resurrection was a recognized miraculous occurrence. We serve a risen Savior. Yes! You can look at 1 Corinthians 15, verses 3 and 4. And then in Acts, chapter 2, Peter was speaking to a large crowd who would have shouted him down, were these things not known and accepted, that Jesus was crucified and that he rose from the grave. After the resurrection, Jesus appeared to the disciples and others. Paul tells us in 1 Corinthians chapter 15 that he appeared to a crowd of more than 500 and then at other places where he showed himself to the disciples. So there was at least 515 people that Jesus appeared to after he had risen from the grave. The eighth essential truth of Christianity is that Jesus ascended into heaven to return to the right hand of the Father. 
After being with the disciples and friends for 40 more days after his resurrection, he did go back to be with his father. Can you imagine what a glorious homecoming that must have been? The scene is in Acts chapter 1, verses 9 through 11. Number nine, Christ will come again in the same way he left, in the clouds. This is not the end of the story. One day, Christ is coming back for his children. Acts chapter 1, verse 11. And then Paul wrote to the Thessalonians um, over in chapter 4, 1 Thessalonians 4, about the blessed hope of Jesus' return. Number 10, the Bible is the inerrant word of God. Scripture's purpose to inform, instruct, inspire, correct, and lead us to a saving knowledge of Jesus. It is the word of God. How did we get it? In 2 Peter chapter 1, it says that holy men of God spoke and wrote as they were moved by the Holy Spirit. Number 11, we are called to be followers, not just fans of Jesus Christ. One of the last things Jesus said was, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything that I have commanded you. And remember, I am with you always to the end of the age. Matthew 28, verses 18 through 20. Disciples are sold-out followers of Jesus Christ. Disciples study God's Word, go to Him in prayer, obey, follow Christ in baptism, partake of the Lord's Supper, and share the good news of the Gospel. Study. Talk to your Father and grow. Always be ready to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope you have. 1 Peter 3, verse 15. Oh, friend, call yourself a Christian? Or would you like to? Tell Jesus you want to follow him. You recognize that among any other religious leaders, he is the only one who came to live with them, die for them, and then he rose again. He is indeed the Son of God, the Messiah. Ask him to help you follow him. Acknowledge that you sin and you want him to forgive you, to come and purify your heart and mind. And then begin to look for God, to feel His presence, His leading, because He makes all things new, especially you. Hopefully, now you can say what it means to be a Christian. Please print out this briefing and look up the sources that I cited from Scripture. And then I also listed two great references, books that you might want to read. You can go to pastorwoman.com, click on Powerful Bible Teaching, Morning Briefings. And again, this one is Christian, what does that mean? Part 2.